0: I was going through listings yesterday looking at different uh I was doing some research looking at homes online. And I was looking at some different properties and I saw the the way that I did the search criteria, there was a house that was let's go I'm gonna just round the numbers right now. They were very close on paper, but for visual purposes, one was four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and the other one was four million five hundred thousand. And I was looking at the homes. And these two numbers were stacked. The four hundred and fifty thousand was on top of the four million five hundred thousand. And I was looking at the two and it hit me like a ton of bricks, like a laser right right between the eyes. And it's like, what's the difference between the four hundred and fifty thousand dollars and the four million five hundred thousand? And the difference is one zero and it was it was a breakthrough for me that that 10 it was one one placeholder if you will one one symbol one character and what was interesting about this is that i started thinking it's code it's code that that enables this number to become bigger, the placeholder, the zero. If I was on my um, music production program or in Photoshop or even listening to this right now, as you listen to this this form, it's, it's being transcoded digitally. My voice is hitting a microphone that there's some type of converter that's converting it into digital code, ones and zeros. So, you know, you can go into the whole thing of what our reality is and and isn't and uh, simulation of some type of program, but there's something different that gets to happen in order for me to achieve that level of financial, I'm going to say, input. I'm not even going to call it success. I'm not even going to call it. I'm not even going to call it a, um, a win. There's something that gets to happen for me to achieve that level of financial flow through me and I've looked more at it. That placeholder, I called it a character. Well, what about my character gets to change? What about my character can be different? what symbol, we can call it a symbol, what what does it symbolize in my life? What's happening that I can do something different in my life to achieve that? So it goes back to the inner work and the outer work. So the inner work of what do I get to be? Who do I get to be? And what gets to change inside me, quite literally, as I've talked about in a lot of the other podcasts, my my programming, what gets to change inside myself for my programming in order to achieve that extra zero in my code? My son was just on the phone with me right before I got on this on this podcast right now, and kind of kind of threw something into my mind that's been been processing in the back right now. Has been telling you the, the the preface of this whole thing, and he said that he's starting a new a new coding. Um, a new coding class. And I started thinking about AI. And I started thinking about, okay, well, artificial intelligence, the most advanced artificial intelligence adapts on the spot, right? So if you're speaking to someone and you get an an operator, the more advanced they are, just like a human, and the more they're able to adapt, they're able to read um, your emotions, they're able to sense what's going on in your voice. And all the "quote unquote" body language that we in, uh, that we as humans pick up on, and perhaps even more, um, because the instrumentation of of uh, the te- technology is is what en- enables um, us to see further on the electromagnetic s- electromagnetic field, the electromagnetic spectrum of human emotion, aura, color, um, frequency, those types of things. So imagine if a program or artificial intelligence have the ability to not only read what we consider quote unquote body language, but also have the ability to then have the advanced instrumentation and insight into the electromagnetic field, the electromagnetic spectrum outside of what our quote unquote senses are able to perceive. So, I'm going to, I'm going to I'll loop back so this makes sense. When I was in a training, and I'll put it all together for you at the end, when I was in a training, one of the trainings that I did, there was this uh, this analogy that they gave of humans versus a rat. And they're, I want you to visualize three tubes. So tube one, tube two, and tube three. So the rat comes out, and they put the cheese in let's say tube number two. So the rat will go down to tube number one, no cheese. It'll go down tube number two, cheese, okay. The rat then is released again and it's gonna use its instincts second time, okay. Goes down tube number maybe three first. Goes down tube number one, okay. Goes down tube number two, smells, uses its instinct, finds it. Let's say this happens three, four more times And the rat uses its instinct, it uses its smell, it uses its tools to find the cheese. But eventually, let's say now we're going on to the 10th or the 15th time, and the rat now has a pattern down. It's going to go right out of its cage. It's going to get rid of its need for smell. It's just going to follow its normal path, and it's going to go right to where the cheese is. It's going to get used to where it needs to go. And then now let's on the 15th or the 20th time, let's take the cheese away from the second tube and move it to the third. So the rat comes out, it goes down the second tube on its normal path and it can't find it. Maybe it scampers back up one or two more times and then immediately instinct kicks over for the rat. And it goes back to using its nose, will trace up and down the tube and before you know it will be down tube three. And the reason they gave the analogy was that Humans, our human condition, is we will stay stuck in tube two. We will say, unlike the rat, as soon as the cheese is moved and go back into new instinct, we will say, "Well, wait a minute. Um, this is where this is where it was supposed to be." Well, I I I knew the cheese was here before. Uh, well, I knew my relation. Just wait. No, she said she would meet me here at this time. Or or no, this is this is where I was supposed to to live. This is how it's supposed to happen. So in other words, we get stuck in our program. So imagine an AI, an intelligence that doesn't get stuck. We would call it some type of supercomputer. So now let's put all that back together. And let's say that that zero that I get to access in that $4.5 million, that extra zero of my character that I get to improve upon, the extra symbolism, the extra symbol that gets to be put in there of this code is perhaps the ability to advance right on the spot, the ability to adapt and not let my emotions take over what my logic says to be. And now this can get, This is where self-mastery comes into play because there's a balance that's what makes us human, the passion, the love, the heart, if you will. So it's a balance of being able to drop down into the heart, having that love, that state of being that conveys what it is that you want to attract, getting back to the magnetism. So if we have this electromagnetic field, perhaps we already are the supercomputer Perhaps we're in some ways maybe creating ourselves, the artist painting themselves perhaps this this AI that we're after is already intelligence that's locked into ourselves that we're not able to to capture. there's people that have spent their lives that do Reiki that do other types of energy work that that are able to to sense where blockages are in the body that are able to to uh sense different types of energetic uh, phenomenons if you will um, psychics mediums things of that nature people with gifts that that we've all heard about or or maybe perhaps even have encountered encounters with and they've developed this um I had this this set of CDs once uh, by this woman who was uh, teaching the profession of of healing and how basically people like to think that, that there's some type of gifted, you know, Jesus, or, or something along those lines and that uh, they're, they're better than everyone else. But really what they did was they just took the time to develop these skills as if they were doing jujitsu or playing the guitar or becoming a doctor, whatever it is, a uh, surgeon, they took time to master these skills. So if you worked every day on sensing energetics or sensing this, um, then out and using things outside of our normal taste, smell, touch, sight, our, our, our normal our normal uh, senses. sensory or the five senses, then perhaps we have this ability to tap into the electromagnetic spectrum outside and sense more, along with the ability to drop down into our heart once we understand ourselves more, controlling our emotions more, and changing the code changing the code, attracting what it is that we get to have. So this is my raw thoughts right now as to where I'm heading with it. And the more that I start to unveil this for myself or start to make more sense of it, of course, I'll share. But um, these were some thoughts that I wanted to have and I wanted to, to get them out to share and to get some clarity on them. Thanks for listening.